morning, everyone, and welcome to Fit Dad Philosophy. My name is Tom Kingmore with another episode of Monday Meditations, where we delve deeper into the philosophy that guides our life as fathers and men as husbands. Last week, I talked about an experience I had driving five hours to and from an event and how that impacted me. If you haven't um, had a listen to that, go back and have a listen to that. It was really powerful for me and set me off on the path that led me to today's topic as well as I delve deeper into myself as a person and start working more under the surface um, as opposed to doing most of the progress on the surface. And I think it's important to recognize that it is important to set daily routines, that it's important to keep our body healthy, uh, to show up at our jobs, to push ourselves as far as our dreams go and our vision goes and really serving our family on the outside. That is not negated by doing the deep work. In fact, that is supported by doing the deep work. And as we go deeper within ourselves and take off that proverbial armor for a while and delve deeper into ourselves, you'll start seeing yourself able to show up even more on the outside. And then eventually these two um, sides complement each other, the outside and the inside. But working on the outside, I've experienced a lot, is um, <laughs> has not really uh, dealt with the issues. In fact, it's covered them up a lot, the successes on the surface, um, sporting events, what other accomplishments I have in my life, even my wife, my kids, whatever I have on the surface is sometimes hidden the issues that need to be dealt with. And um, in the recent while, I've developed the courage to go a bit deeper because sometimes it is hard for us to put down those defenses or pull down those defenses for one, really look deeper. So last week, I did a whole inventory of my childhood and my life and um, looked at a lot of the moments and uh, events that have shaped me today and recognized the connection from then to today. And um, although it's sometimes hard to look at, it um, really gave me a really good idea of why um, I behave the way I do sometimes, why I have these attitudes and why I'm showing up um, every day in the way I do. And most importantly, why I have certain emotions that I kind of carry with me no matter what is happening. You know, we sometimes come up against people that we don't get along with or people that push our buttons. But funny enough, it doesn't matter where you are, <laughs> they always seem to show up in a different form and uh, then reveal that perhaps the problem is not outside ourselves with someone else, that perhaps the problem is with us. And that's what I can control. That's what I can work on. I can't work on making people treat me perfectly, which a lot of people in the world seem to want to do at the moment. Only thing I can do is work on myself and make myself better. So onto this week's um, topic or theme, and I've titled it, It's Not Your Fault. Now, just to make things clear, uh, we are all about ownership and all about taking responsibility, full responsibility for ourselves, our lives, and not blaming other people in our past or other people around us uh, for how we show up and how we behave. We take full responsibility for that now as men and as adults. But when you think about your childhood and when you were a kid, I mean, don't even have to think about yourself. Think about your own children. Um, even though they drive you crazy, how much of their behavior can you really blame them for? Think about it. Number one, they are DNA. They are genes. <laughs> so they're biologically created by us. And number two, um, they grew up in our households and they're nurtured by us or not nurtured by us and treated in a certain way. And so a lot of their behavior um, is determined by us and uh, our lack and our inability to teach them and our inability to show up as the men we want to. And if I look at myself, how I operate out of the wounds I received as a child and how I then 
pass that on to my children in some ways. Now, that doesn't mean I want to beat myself up and say I'm not a great dad in other ways, uh, for sure. Um, I am a success in certain areas, but in other areas, I can definitely see the behavior of my children and the attitudes being a reflection of the way that I and their surroundings are shaping them as well. And then just some of the some of the biological or little characteristics that have come through uh, from myself and their mother's family and, and such. But, you know, that makes us realize that we were once like that. And when we go back in our, our childhood, like I did last week, you start to realize there's so many things that you've taken on board. And um, we think it's us. We blame ourselves for it. We carry that with us. Now, this is not a a um a intentional blame and a conscious like i blame myself for that but it's a subconscious blame it's a subconscious taking ownership for those things as a child and ownership for who we are for feeling less than for feeling uh, not good enough for feeling like we could never measure up now i'm willing to bet that most men if not all men i mean i'm not one that has everything together so i'm on the side of going well there's a lot to deal with from my past to my childhood i don't know about you but i think that most people are are in that in that boat in that situation and we do carry these things around we've agreed that we are that person we've agreed that we um, are lacking and um, we beat ourselves up about it and we punish ourselves over and over again and um, as don miguel ruiz says in the four agreements he says not being perfect we judge ourselves um, and um, we keep doing that day to day and um he also asks, how many times do we pay for one mistake? So the mistakes we made as children, the answer is a thousand times. The human is the only animal on earth that pays a thousand times for the same mistake. The rest of the animals pay once for every mistake they make, but not us. We have a powerful memory. We make a mistake. We judge ourselves. We find ourselves guilty and we punish ourselves. Um, and then he goes on to say, if we have a wife or a husband, he or she also reminds us of the mistake. So we judge ourselves again, punish ourselves again, and find ourselves guilty again. Is this fair? And I'm here to tell you, it's not your fault. And uh, this idea came from the film Good Will Hunting that I watched uh, this week with my wife after having that experience last week, because that just rang in my my ears or in my memory, that that scene of um, his psychologist, Sean McGuire, um, telling him it's not his fault and him not accepting or him accepting and saying, yes, I know. Yes, I know. And maybe right now you're going, yes, I know it's not my fault. Yes, I know it's not my fault. But we really, really accept that and agree that that is not our fault. Those things that happened to us in our childhood are not our fault. The way people reacted to us and informed us are not our fault. As I've said, that doesn't mean we don't take responsibility for the consequences now and deal with us because nobody's coming to save us except ourselves. But accept it is not your fault. And when I go back and I start thinking, wow, it's not my fault. I don't have to own those things. Those, those ways that I've started feeling about myself, those ways that I started believing negative things about myself, those agreements that I made that have held me back, that have kept me small, that have kept me from flying and doing the things one, that have kept me from being the father that I want to be, the teacher that I want to be, the husband that I want to be, the friend that I could be. Um, it's powerful because I start realizing that's not your fault. And you can go back to the time before that was all laid in you and go, you know what? There was a time before I was born even, which is, which is pretty deep where all that potential was locked up inside me and it could have gone this way and it could have gone the other way. But the way people treated me and in Goodwill Hunting, obviously he's gone from foster home to foster home and his foster fathers have beaten him and he took it on that he's not good enough. That treatment of him, he took on as his and he kept beating himself up about it. And he kept on doing running away from relationships. And he kept on running away from opportunities. 
So in the end, Sean tells him, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. And I really believe as men, we need to hear that message and do that deep work and start at that point so we can get rid of those self, those self-defeating beliefs and those thoughts about ourselves and those concepts about ourselves that have developed fear in our lives and have stopped us from living in the ways that we can, because fear is never good. And when it's based in something we never um, address, because most of us will not address that. Most of us will not make that agreement that it's not our fault. We'll just bury it away, put it away, and keep on living and dealing with the surface things by working out more and making more money. Is that really going to make you happy? Because I know the goals that I've set have not made me happy because it's not about the goals. It's about dealing with those things, becoming happy with ourselves and dealing with the inside man. And in the movie, it's very interesting because on the one hand, you've got the genius math mathematics professor that discovered Will, who's, um, if you haven't watched the movie, Will is, a, is discovered. He's a janitor working in a school and he completes a problem that the professor put on a ball in the hallway at MIT in America. And um, the professor finds out that it's him. And um, as Will goes to court for being involved in a fight, as conflict comes when you are operating from um, anger and hurt and fear, um, the professor goes to his court case, speaks to the judge and gets him released on the condition that he has to work with the professor and then that he has to go see a psychiatrist or psychologist. And he discovers Will is, is a genius beyond belief in maths and starts pushing him to develop more proofs and solve more maths problems and then starts organizing these um, interviews at high-powered jobs um, at the National Security Service and a, and a financial firm. And Will doesn't want to go there, but that's his, his thing. He wants to get the success. He wants to push Will into the success. And then on the other hand, he takes him to his old school friend, um, uh, Sean McGuire, played by Robin Williams, who ends up arguing with um, the maths professor, Gerald Lambeau, towards the end of the movie and saying, Will's not ready. You can't put him into these things. You can't push him to be in, to, um, to go to these jobs, to be this genius until he is ready, until he has dealt with these things. And it kind of drew a picture for me. It's like, on the one hand, we've got the success, the money, the power, the drive, the grind, the um, getting out there um, that's pulling us and saying, you need to do this now. And then on the other hand, We've got the little inner psychologist saying, hang on, you're not ready. Or maybe this is the first time that we realize we're not ready. It's the first time in, that I've started to realize that I'm not really ready for those things because those things bring no satisfaction and no peace. And I keep on perpetuating the cycle by going after this outward successes like Will had. Um, they're not the same as his, obviously, but there are my um, successes and achievements that I have the potential to do. Yes, there are certain things that I can do, but until I have done the hard work, as a psychologist talks talks about, and already, and um, I deal with the trauma and the things of childhood, those outside things are never going to satisfy it. And so in that movie, that was just interesting to see exactly this personified by two people. On one hand, the mass professor pushing and and driving him to be successful and to and 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 worshiping his genius. On the other hand, the guy putting that all away and saying. Let's go deeper. Let's deal with these things. And then once Sean has that breakthrough moment, and I, I wish that breakthrough moment for all of us, um, where Will is able to see that it's not his fault and escape those things and to deal with his past, then eventually he's able to get into the, follow the, the girl of his dreams and, and get to know her and probably develop a great, a great relationship. The movie ends before you see um, what becomes of that, but you see him driving to her. Um, then he goes to the job interview and gets the job um, once he's dealt with that. And that's what we need to realize. 
you don't put the cart before the horse. You've got we've got to deal with the inside stuff first. And I think dealing with the the um the belief that it's our fault somehow, the subconscious thing that that's a part of us is very important to realize that's not a part of us. All those things put on us uh, from the outside. And the wonderful thing is that when you understand that it's not a part of you, you can shed it. If something's inside you, if it's a part of you, if it's your fault, if you own that thing, 100%, so much so that it's become a literal part of yourself, then there's very little hope of dealing with that, right? But if we believe that these things have been put on us, and are covering us and are holding us back, we're able to shed those things. Is that going to happen in, in a day? Is it going to happen with listening to the podcast? Is it going to happen with reading five books? No, this is quite possibly a lifelong journey and doing it every week and attaching what happened in the past or linking, should I say, what happened in the past to our behaviors today. Because when you start understanding the way that we're reacting, the way that we're showing up, that moment that we don't believe in ourselves and we can look back to our past and go, ah, that's where it comes from. That's who told me that. That's rubbish. I don't agree with that. I can do this. Oh, I can never be a good dad. There's times when I think, oh, am I ever going to be able to just get myself together um, and be the father that I want to be? And, and I know my kids need, because I don't want them to have the same thing as me. I don't want them to have the experience and the trauma and those memories that attach to them that they feel less than and not good enough. Do we do it? Yes. But we first have to go back and go, okay, that's why. These are the reasons why I'm showing up like this. This is why I have these emotions. This is why I, I lack the belief to change things and to keep that weight off or, or follow that career or do that studies. So let's stop chasing the outside. Let's stop putting the emphasis on what we are doing outside. And let's start putting the emphasis on who we are and doing the work to find out what has led to us having these behaviors, attitudes, and beliefs that are really holding us back. And then look at those things and say to ourselves, it's not our fault. It's not your fault. And I want you to ponder on that a little bit, guys. This podcast is, is something that is like all other podcasts are good to listen to and maybe make us realize, I hope that make you realize certain things and go, oh, man, that's true. But the thought that follows the podcast is the important thing. The time taken to reflect is the important thing. And as last week, I just switched off or podcasts, or audiobooks. The important thing is the reflection, the self-reflection, and looking deeper, and pondering on these things. So I'm hoping that that resonates with you guys, that you can use that a little bit, that you can start doing that work, looking back a little bit deeper, and get to that point where you believe that it's not your fault, and that you're able to be the father, husband, and man that you're capable of being. And as we talk about here at Fit Dad Philosophy, is that it's physical health, um, mental fitness, and most importantly, the emotional fitness that we develop and the interplay of those three things together to be the successful man and finding the sweet spot. Um, but do that deep work, guys. If you're interested in doing that deep work along with other guys, we have a course online in a community. So we have a community, like there are a lot of communities out there for men, but in our community, we start off with a 12 week intensive course. And at the moment we're looking at obsolete programs. So we're looking at exactly this kind of thing, looking at those false beliefs. So if you want to join that, check us out on Instagram website is almost up. And um, also we'll have the podcast uh, with Joshua that I'll release uh, on Wednesday. Hope you guys are enjoying um, us being back on the air. Thanks for listening guys and have an amazing week. Oh,